Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So I'm sitting here in Washington, D.C., and I've spent the last two days uh, with Senator Ted Cruz. And while we've been here, the news that has erupted has been incredible. Not only do we have uh, this Iranian deal, which is disgusting, and I'm going to let you hear what Senator Cruz has to say about that in a moment. But we also have this other uh, big story, and that is on the issue of impeachment. The White House, by the way, uh, has uh, made their first official comments as Republicans are moving on impeachment. This is White House Press Secretary Jean-Pierre. And here's what she had to say in response to the impeachment moving forward, trying to tell you, well, there's no reason to impeach him because everything's great with the economy. Everything is great in this country. You should be thankful you've got Joe Biden as your president. I also want to be clear about a couple of things. You know, I just talked about Binomics. I just talked about what the president's going to do tomorrow, really deliver a major speech, something that the American people want to hear about. What are we doing to improve their lives, work on the economy? And these are real, real issues, real priorities for Americans. Uh, and like I said, like lowering costs. But what you see Republicans uh, in Congress, right, they have uh, spent all year investigating the president. That's what they've spent all year doing and uh, have turned up with no evidence none he that he did anything wrong i mean that is what we've heard over and over again from their almost year-long investigation and uh and that's because the president didn't do anything wrong well there it is so i guess we should just shut it down no reason to move forward because the white house who also lied to you about the president having no conversations with his son about business dealings then they lied to you again when they said okay we'll change that narrative real quick and the new narrative is, well, he's never directly involved in his son's business dealings. Then that didn't suffice. So now they're saying, well, then he was just a dad. He was taking the phone calls of his son, talking about the weather. And sometimes there happened to be some business people around his son while they were talking about the weather. These scumbags and, and the White House press secretary is supposed to be honest with the American people. Her salary, by the way, is paid for by you and I, the taxpayers. She is lying. It's very clear that she's lying. And she's saying that there is no evidence. Now, that's when the White House press corps should have erupted with all of the examples of evidence, all the examples of suspicious activity reports, all the examples of Joe Biden and his burner phone and his aliases and his burner email accounts and should have immediately been a massive, loud shouting match. But it wasn't. Why? Because they are now going back in to protect the president at all costs mode. That's what you're witnessing here. Same exact thing where this White House also cannot answer questions about Iran. And many of the questions that are now coming out about this prisoner swap with Iran are truly shocking. And I'm going to get to that in a moment. And I'm going to let, also let you hear uh, what Senator Ted Cruz had to say about that as we were chatting. But let me also let you hear what Kevin McCarthy said today about impeachment and this inquiry. Listen to the latest from him. 
What more do Republicans need to prove and provide hard evidence of any possible wrongdoing? You use any possible wrongdoing. If you had an FBI informant alleged someone was bribed and they used shell companies, how do you prove that? You'd have to get the documents. We don't have any of the credit card statements from all the credit cards from this um, shell companies. We don't have the president's bank statements. We don't have Hunter Biden's bank statements. Providing information like that would answer the question. All we're looking at in an impeachment inquiry is answering the question. So he's laying it out very clearly. This is about having it laid out to the American people. Where is the money? Where did the money go? What were you doing with the money? And you have now, a, 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 you know, John Pierre, who's coming out here and, and saying, well, we're not worried about impeachment, right? That's not what we're worried about. We're worried about Bidenomics and we're worried about you knowing exactly what's happening here with Bidenomics and how great things are with Bidenomics, right? Like th- this is where they're going with this. Uh, it, 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 it's it's truly shocking to me to hear them talk this way. Now, look, the Democrats are out full full court press saying Biden, Biden's in, impeachment is all smoke, no fire. I'll give you an example of that. John Dean, all right, hardcore lefty, said this on CNN today. For a trial, uh, I don't see any probable cause here. As Dan Goldman said uh, at the top of the show, uh, there's just no evidence. So this is all smoke and no fire. So to be clear, all of the money that's come in, the IRS whistleblowers and everyone else that's involved, they're now saying the official line of the media and the White House says there's all smoke and there's no fire. Now, if that's not enough, okay, today you had Raskin who came out and said this about the impeachment, saying this is nothing but coming from Donald Trump and Donald Trump's an indicted man, so you shouldn't listen to him anyway. There's 91 criminal charges against Donald Trump right now, 13 criminal charges against uh, uh, Congressman Santos, who was just on the show a few moments ago. They have nothing to say about that. There are no charges against Joe Biden, and they want to impeach the guy. That's obviously coming from Donald Trump. It's sort of like January 6th. January 6th would not have happened had Donald Trump not got all of the right-wing groups to change their permits from the National Park Service from January 20th, where they were just going to have an inaugural protest, to January 6th. And it's the same thing here. If Donald Trump were not demanding impeachment, does anybody think this would be going on? So this is the new, and, and I play this for you. It should frustrate you. It should make you angry. But I also want you to know and understand your enemy. And the enemy, this is their defense. Their defense says, well, Donald Trump somehow is the one that brought this up. Donald Trump is somehow the bad guy here. This is all a ruse. Donald Trump's the one that should be in jail. Uh, and, and, and Kevin McCarthy is an idiot. And Kevin McCarthy and everybody else around him, they're all stupid. And Donald Trump uh, is the worst person in the world. And they're going to keep going back to this. It's going to be a rerun the entire time. They're also going to tell you there's no crimes that were committed. They're going to tell you that there's no smoke here. They're going to tell you that everything is just fine. They're going to tell you that there's no evidence here, even though, and we will lay out the evidence. And that's part of my conversation that I had with Senator Ted Cruz as we sat down in D.C. to talk about this was how much evidence here and how this trial is going to move forward. And that's part of the reason why I want to play it for you, because he explains the evidence and how they're going to lay out this case and how you win this case with impeachment and what you need to do and what I should say the Republicans need to do and also how you can explain it, I would say, to your friends now. Before I get to that, I also have to play for you something that was absolutely disgusting. Uh, The White House lied about Iran today as well and the Iranian payments, okay? The Iranian president says Tehran will spend the $6 billion released in the prisoner exchange however the hell they want to. That means the White House lied to you when they said it would only be used for humanitarian aid. Listen to this uh, from the nightly news. Do you believe you have a right to use that money in any way that you see fit? This money belongs to the Islamic Republic of Iran, and naturally, we will decide, the Islamic Republic of Iran will decide to to spend it wherever uh, we need it. How to spend our money, of course, it is under the authority of the Islamic Republic of Iran. 
So Iran saying, you guys are a bunch of idiots. We're going to spend this $6 billion on terrorism if we want to spend this money on terrorism. We don't care. Right. It, it, it also you go to the White House, John Kirby. John Kirby said this is not ransom. OK, this is the NSC coordinator for strategic comms at the White House defending the unfreezing of the six billion Iranian assets. And then they lied and said it would only be used for humanitarian reasons. And Iran's like, no, it's not. We can use it for terrorism. We can use it to kill Americans just like we did in Afghanistan, Iraq. We can use it to kill Israelis. We can use it to send money to Al Qaeda or ISIS or anyone else. And what does the White House say? Listen. I also want to be clear, this is not a payment of any kind, it's not ransom, these aren't U.S. taxpayer dollars, and we haven't lifted a single one of our sanctions on Iran. Iran will be getting no sanctions relief. So then why did you have this money frozen in the first place, and then why did you unfreeze it if what you're saying is true? John Kirby and the White House, they are paying ransom to terrorists that are going to use this money for terrorism. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Every day, there are two different economies that are growing bigger and bigger. One of them is powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product that we're consuming. Well, big mobile companies are no different. For years, they've been dumping millions and millions into leftist causes, including Planned Parenthood. And you had to have a cell phone, and that's the reason why you paid that bill, because you didn't have an alternative. Well, guess what? Now there's an alternative, Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they use your money to fight back. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. Now, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you are sending a loud message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team as well, so they make switching easy. You get to keep your phone, keep your phone number two. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Ferguson. Ask about their coverage guarantees while you're there. Get the same dependable service that you want and take a stand for the values that you demand. 
PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 878-PATRIOT. For the last two days, I've been with Senator Ted Cruz, and we did a, a, a really extensive conversation on our podcast, Verdict with Ted Cruz, uh, about Iran and also about what's happening when it comes to this impeachment and explaining to you how this impeachment is going to go down. I want you to hear, though, the first part of what he had to say about this Iranian deal. Take a listen. The House was informed, Congress was informed on the anniversary of 9-11 that there was going to be a prisoner swap with Iran. And, oh, by the way, we're going to send them, basically allow them to get their hands on $6 billion that they had in assets. This is a terrible move, in my opinion. I want to get your take on this. It's shocking this happened, especially notifying Congress on the anniversary of 9-11. Well, it's outrageous and it's dangerous. On on September 11th, I was in New York City. Uh, I was at the fire station that lost the most firefighters at Ground Zero. Fifteen firefighters from the station I was at never returned, and, and I had the opportunity to speak at a memorial and to thank the families that were grieving those, those heroes. And I pointed out, you know, the word hero is used cheaply a lot of times to refer to athletes, to refer to musicians. Hero doesn't apply to any of them. The men who charged into burning buildings, knowing they were headed to certain death, they are heroes. And it was really an extraordinary honor to to give tribute to them and to try to try to tell the story for young people of what happened on September eleventh. While we're there remembering, Joe Biden couldn't bother to show up. But to add insult to injury, Joe Biden announces that he's given $6 billion to the Ayatollah, a radical Islamic theocrat who regularly chants death to America and death to Israel. The $6 billion is in exchange for five Americans— On top of that, there are another five Iranians that are being released. At this point, they have not publicly said who they are or what they've done. I'm sure it's bad, because if it weren't bad, they would would have told us already. There are lots of reasons why this is wrong, one of which is this money, the $6 billion, will go directly to fund terrorism. This money— Oh, no, no. The Biden administration promised us their words. This will only go for humanitarian— uh, issues. They were saying this $6 billion will never be used for anything bad at all. What's even worse than that is the lie is the Iranian president came out and said, no, 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 we'll spend the money from the prisoner swap how we want. In other words, screw you, Biden. You're lying to the American people about it, and we'll do whatever the hell we want with the money. The exact quote from Iran's president was that the funds will be used, quote, wherever we need it. And it is a metaphysical certainty this money will be used to fund terrorism. Why? Because Iran is the leading state sponsor of terrorism in the world. That Americans will be murdered, Israelis will be murdered. And it's not just $6 billion, because they're also refusing to enforce sanctions, which collectively is tens of billions or even hundreds of billions of dollars, to fund terrorism. This is part of a secret nuclear deal. The Biden administration doesn't want to take a nuclear deal to Congress because they know they can't get it through Congress. So they're doing it in secret. And on top of that, this creates an incentive for every tin pot dictator in the world to seize more Americans. They're setting the going rate at one point two billion per American hostage. More Americans will be taken hostage because of this. And to do it on the anniversary of 9-11 is disgusting and it's dangerous. There was something else in here, Senator, that really shocked me. In, in, in all of the most recent prisoner swaps that we've had, we knew who we were trading and who they were and what they had done. Uh, whether it was Brittany Griner in Russia, we knew that we were trading the merchant of death. Uh, whether when it was Bo Bergdahl, we knew the people that we were trading, uh, for example, in Afghanistan. And we knew their resume of terror, what they'd done. I can't find anywhere, and I want to know as a member of Congress, have you been briefed on who the five Iranians are that they're getting back, and and what the hell have they done? So I have not. Uh, I assume that at some point we will be, and I also assume at some point uh, the, the names and what they did will be made public. I very much hope so. But this is profoundly dangerous. When you funnel billions of dollars to theocratic homicidal maniacs, 
you endanger lives, and it is tragically a certainty that Americans will die because of this decision from the Biden administration, and to do it on the anniversary of 9-11 shows really a complete a lack of awareness of the magnitude of the threat. To be clear, and I think this goes back to 9-11, Iran killed more or helped kill more and, and dismember more Americans with roadside bombs and giving safe haven to terrorists after we invaded Iraq and Afghanistan than any other country in the Middle East. By far, not even close. And we just gave them money that they can do, in their words, whatever they want to do with it. Six billion dollars. Is there any way that Congress can stop this or is this a straight up executive decision and that's it? Well, I'm going to fight for Congress to stop it. But let's be clear. Chuck Schumer and the Democrats will stand with Biden and stand with Iran against America and against our Israeli allies. We're going to keep trying to get answers to these questions, obviously, and we'll keep you updated on it. I do want to deal with, obviously, the massive story of the day that is taking in the headlines, and that's exactly why we wanted to make sure you knew what was going on with Iran, and that is with impeachment. We are moving forward with impeachment on the House side. Kevin McCarthy has come out announcing that. Uh, this podcast started with the first impeachment. Did you ever imagine, Senator, that we would be sitting here on this podcast now looking like we're going into a third impeachment when you started this show originally? It really is hard to believe. It's not impeachment number one. It's not impeachment number two. It's impeachment number three of the president, mind you. Not not even impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas, not impeachment of Merrick Garland. It is the House has formally opened its impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. And, and what I want to do in this podcast is really do a deep dive into what that means and, and where things stand, because it's a big deal. This announcement is a big, big deal. It is consequential. And it's important listeners to verdict. You know already the details of what's happening, but it, but it's worth breaking down the argument so that you understand it, because I guarantee you Tomorrow at work, tomorrow at school, people are going to be asking about it. Family members are going to be asking about it, and you're going to want to know. Now, one of the best ways to to assess just the magnitude, the mountain of evidence that has come out, and, and listen, I've been calling for the House to open impeachment inquiries for months. I, I think the evidence long ago cleared that threshold, but they've finally done it. It's worth reviewing the bidding in terms of Joe Biden's explanations. Explanation number one that he made on the campaign trail repeatedly, that he made his president repeatedly, is he said he had never discussed, not even once discussed, with Hunter Biden his overseas business dealings. That was explanation number one. There was a minor problem. It was a flat-out, bald-faced lie, and it was demonstrably disproven, uh, including by Devin Archer saying some 20 times, Joe would call in to talk to, to Hunter's overseas business partners. So then, explanation number two was Joe Biden was not in business with his son Hunter in his corrupt overseas deals. Now, that's very different from I never discussed it, but they realized they couldn't defend that, so he wasn't in business. So they've run away from not in business anymore. That's no longer defensible because it's clear the entire business was selling favors from daddy. So Talking point number three, which you're seeing multiple Democrats use word for word, you're seeing the media use word for word, is there is no direct evidence of Joe Biden's involvement, of Joe Biden's corruption. Now, at the outset, that throws Hunter overboard. I think the Democrats have realized, all right, Hunter is crooked as the day is long. We can't defend this guy. So Hunter to heck with him. But there's no direct evidence of Joe. I want to break that down because that is false and it's a lie and it's every bit as false as Biden never discussed it or wasn't in business with it. But let's take the no direct evidence and explain why it's wrong. Let me start by explaining what direct evidence is. So that's the kind of lawyer word that you see people use that that, that if you're not a lawyer, you're like, well, what What does that even mean? Right. So. In a court of law, there there are two types of evidence that are typically relied on to prove a factual matter. Number one is direct evidence. Number two is circumstantial evidence. Direct evidence is evidence that goes directly to a factual matter in dispute. Circumstantial evidence is 
based on the circumstances, you can draw an inference that leads to the factual matter in dispute. All right, what does that mean? Let me give an example. If you go to bed tonight and you look out the window and the street is dry and clean and you wake up in the morning and you look out the window and the street is covered in snow, that is circumstantial evidence that it snowed last night. Um, it's pretty damn good circumstantial evidence. <laughs> yeah, there's snow. But you were drawing the inference from seeing the snow on the ground that it snowed last night. Now, if you bring in a witness who stayed up all night who said, Ben, I saw it snow last night, that would be direct evidence. The most common type of direct evidence is eyewitness testimony saying, I saw this happen. Now, one of the lies right at the heart of the no direct evidence is so what? It's not true, but but before I get to not true, so what? People are literally convicted of crimes every day based on circumstantial evidence. They are sentenced to jail every day based on circumstantial evidence. So the, the, the modifier direct is how they're getting, getting around the mountain of evidence we've got. But, but I want to tell you how the statement there is no direct evidence is a lie. And anytime a Democrat says it, anytime the media says it, you know they're lying. So, as I mentioned, there are at least two significant pieces of direct evidence of, of Joe Biden's involvement in corruption. Piece number one, the heart of the allegations against Joe Biden is bribery, that he solicited and received bribes from foreign oligarchs. Uh, you'll recall, and we've talked about this before on Verdict, that the essence of bribery is quid pro quo, Latin for this, for that. And for bribery, you need to show the official action that was taken, that's the quo, the money or thing of value that was given, that's the quid, and that the two were connected, that's the, that's, that's the pro. Well, one of those elements, the official action, is conclusively proven by Joe Biden in his on-camera admission to the Council of Foreign Relations, where he described how he flew to Ukraine, he held a billion dollars of federal tax, uh, federal loan guarantees, hostage and demanded that the Ukrainian government fire Viktor Shokin, who was the prosecutor who was prosecuting the Ukrainian oligarch. And Joe Biden, as we all know, as we played on this show many <laughs> yeah. times, says, son of a bitch. Yeah. They fired him. And well, he was grinning, by the way, because oh, he, he was like he, he was so prideful. And it was the arrogance of that moment. Yes. It was like he couldn't help himself. It was like, this is how powerful I was. I could go over to Ukraine and tell them who to fire and I could own them while it was happening. And, and if you watch that video, when I see it, it actually makes me angry because it was it, it, it was a glimpse into the abuse of power that Joe Biden was willing to wield around the world on a litany probably of issues, and now we know why he was doing it. It was for the money and for the Biden crime family. That's exactly right. But of the elements of bribery, Joe Biden's confession on tape is direct evidence that he committed one of the critical elements of bribery. Now, we don't yet have direct evidence of every element of the crime, but we have direct evidence of one of the most critical, critical aspects of, of, of the crime, which is the quo that Joe Biden has admitted, and that is unequivocally direct evidence, and it's pretty damn compelling direct evidence. There's a second very clear instance of direct evidence, and that is Hunter Biden's WhatsApp message to the Chinese communist official, and I want to read it to you again. Hunter Biden texted, quote, I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director, I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or a text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, 
that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. That's a shakedown. Now, that is direct evidence. That is a written text sent by Hunter Biden that is direct evidence that he and his father are shaking down a Chinese communist official. It's not circumstantial. It is direct evidence. Now, it is possible that direct evidence is false, just as if if Hunter Biden came into court and testified, my father and I shook down a Chinese communist official, he could be lying. Yeah, he could be, yeah, but I doubt it. You, 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 could, you could impeach <laughs> his credibility. You could say he's lying, but it is direct evidence. Direct evidence doesn't necessarily mean that it is true. Sometimes direct evidence is false. But that's not only direct evidence, it's pretty damn compelling direct evidence. So I promise you in the next week, you will see multiple Democrats and multiple yabbering puppets in the corporate media say there's no direct evidence. You know, there's no direct evidence. The AP will say the allegations of corruption against Joe Biden, of which there is no direct evidence, and they'll state it as a fact, and it is a lie. Every time they say it, they're lying because those two are serious pieces of direct evidence. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Let me ask you about not only that, but let's connect this to suspicious activity reports. Is this the type of stuff that will come out in impeachment when they go through it as saying, hey, we can connect the quid pro quo. We can connect these these audio recordings. We can connect the president's words to these financial bank records and all of the bank records that James Comer on the show. If you missed the podcast we did with him, go back and listen to it. Jim Jordan, the same thing. They have so much evidence with the suspicious activity reports and the cash going to the Biden crime family members, right? We know direct payments were going to, to multiple Biden family members. Is that where this could be so damning to this president could put his presidency at risk? Absolutely, yes. And, and let me underscore, if you didn't listen to our two-part series with James Comer, you ought to go back and listen to it because we walk through at length. Now, everything you just listed is circumstantial evidence. And I want to take a minute because there's a ton of circumstantial evidence. And, and all of the smarmy people on, on TV who are saying no direct evidence, they're pretending like direct evidence is the only kind of evidence that exists. So, Ben, if there's a dead body and 
with multiple gunshot wounds. <laughs> And I love how I'm always the bad guy in these scenarios. Have you noticed this? Like everybody, I'm always the bad guy here. I'm ready for it. Keep going. Next to the dead body, it appears that the dead man with his bloody finger scrawled in the ground. <laughs> Ferguson did it. did it. Ferguson did it. Now, that's not actually direct evidence. Uh, and let's say, furthermore, that you're found at home, covered in the man's blood, with gunpowder covering your body and the murder weapon at your feet. Okay. None of that is direct evidence either. And you know what? You're going away for the rest of your life. Yeah. I don't need any more evidence. Yeah. That evidence, bye-bye. Yeah, you win, I lose. Circumstantial evidence convicts people every single day. So what is the circumstantial evidence? Look, with James Comer, he walked through the suspicious activity reports over and over and over again, the massive number of suspicious activity reports the more than 20 shell companies, that is circumstantial evidence. As we talked through with James Comer, you don't create shell companies unless it is to hide the source of cash. That is serious circumstantial evidence. The allegations in the FD-1023 from a confidential human source that the FBI had previously found reliable, who says that the Ukrainian oligarch told him that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden demanded $5 million each in order for Joe to f get the, the prosecutor fired. Now, that's not direct evidence because the confidential human source doesn't know it directly. He's repeating what he says uh, that, that, that the oligarch said, so that, that is hearsay, but it is circumstantial evidence and it is significant. The 20 plus million dollars that the House of Representatives has already documented that flowed into the Biden family, to people, by the way, who, by all appearances, have no connection to foreign countries. To, it's just like, hey, I need your bank account, and here's some money. And, and it's, it's, it's... <laughs> it must it's, be nice. It, That's got to be a fun day. Like, we haven't talked about that enough, Senator. The fact that you could just have the last name Biden, and you and randomly you get, like, a text from Hunter, right, or from Joe. It's like, hey, I need your bank account info. I'm going to send you over 100000 bucks. Like, that's got to be kind of cool. If you're in that situation where it's just like, hey, yeah, I'm a Biden. Now, every once in a while, this money just randomly shows up in my bank account with a random LLC because that's what they've been doing for years, if not decades. Well, yes, although it may not be all that cool because remember Hunter Biden in, in a 2019 text to his daughter complains about how his father, Joe Biden, made him give him, quote, half his salary. Yeah, half of everything. Yeah. But look, look the, 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 this is that that. Likewise, all of this piles to a mountain of evidence, both direct and circumstantial. Uh, and that mountain of evidence is, is serious, but there's something else, which is the cover-up. So let's go back to this hypothetical of the guy you whacked. And I don't know why you killed him. I, mean, he, he, I think he was a nice guy. I'm not sure he was, but I'm sure he was a nice guy. But we should, at the end of the year, just come up with all the possible crimes <laughs> and, as examples that I have committed in my in the last year on verdict and just turn it into a best stuff. Keep going. So if you're caught on film driving out on a bridge, <laughs> I need a legal defense fund now and flinging yeah. the gun over the bridge, over the bridge, into now, the water. Now, look, that doesn't prove if the gun is never recovered, that it's the murder weapon. But if it's the night of the murder. Yeah. And you're doing it really urgently. It's pretty strong circumstantial evidence that you are hiding evidence that 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 demonstrates your guilt. And in fact, you will see in a court of law, if a defendant destroys evidence, uh, a court can instruct the jury to draw a negative inference that that evidence would would have demonstrated would have been bad for them. Um. In this instance, we know that Joe Biden had multiple burner phones. We know that he had multiple fake emails, up to 5,400 of them in the National Archives. We know that he emailed Hunter Biden. We know that he emailed Hunter Biden about Ukraine. And we know also that two senior IRS uh, career employees have come forward as whistleblowers and have said the Biden administration engaged Number one, in lying to Congress under oath, a felony. Yep. And number two, in multiple instances of, of obstruction of justice. And in particular, it's worth focusing on what was the obstruction of justice. Let's go back to the WhatsApp, to the message that, that Hunter said. The IRS whistleblowers said they wanted to examine GPS data 
to determine, well, when Hunter sent that text, was Daddy sitting next to him? There's an answer. It's either yes or no. Yeah. If it's yes, that is not direct evidence that Hunter was telling the truth, but it's pretty strong circumstantial evidence. And according to the IRS whistleblowers, the Biden DOJ said, no, 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 no. You cannot examine the GPS locations. They likewise said, no, you cannot ask anything about Joe. The fact that the Biden Department of Justice is willing to commit felonies, allegedly, according to the whistleblowers, uh, in order to prevent investigation into Joe's involvement is powerful evidence of Joe's significant involvement because just like throwing the gun off the bridge you don't do it if you didn't do anything wrong all right let me ask you this question about this impeachment compared to the trump impeachment the first impeachment and if you were the lawyer for trump then it was more about defending yourself uh, a friend of mine jay Seculo, as you know helped with that first impeachment defending the president it was more about a, a vigorous defense of the absurdity of what they were charging donald trump with This is obviously completely different than that. This is a 180 from that. We knew that Russian collusion was crap. They knew it was crap. They knew how to defend it, and they defended him, I think, pretty well. This impeachment, if you were defending Joe Biden from a legal standpoint, what are your biggest concerns if you're having to meet with Joe Biden? And what are your biggest concerns for his presidency if you're meeting with Joe Biden from a legal standpoint that could come out in this impeachment that maybe has never been, you know, has come out either a before you haven't had to at least answer questions for your biggest concern is is all the evidence against you, uh, the direct evidence, the evidence that you basically admitted to one of the elements of bribery, the evidence, the text message that your son has been caught shaking down Chinese communist officials for millions of dollars and explicitly threatening that you're the one who would engage in retaliation that has tied you into it. That direct evidence is certainly troubling, but but all the circumstantial evidence would would trouble you as well. Um, And look, here's what the Biden White House is going to do. They're going to count on the corporate media to ignore that. They're going to count on the corporate media to echo their talking points. And not cover it like they did the Trump impeachments. It's to, to completely ignore it and, and, and refuse to address the facts. And, and every day you will see a night and day difference, not just between the Joe Biden impeachment and the Trump impeachments, but between the Joe Biden impeachment and the ridiculous Trump indictments. There is a world of difference, and we've discussed at great length on this podcast, the Trump indictments, which are political and partisan. In this instance, the evidence of actual bribery by the President of the United States is serious and severe, and there's not a single Democrat who, who is willing to address the merits. They're counting on the press just to take their blanket uh, dismissals. Are there people that can now be called that may have to answer for their involvement, whether it's those of the DOJ, whether it's Hunter Biden, whether it's other Biden family members? Walk us through how an impeachment works when it comes to witnesses. Well, Merrick Garland is expected to testify before the House Judiciary Committee in the coming days, and he will certainly face significant questions about the allegations that he personally lied under oath and and committed a felony. Now, I assume he'll dodge all of them and defiantly and arrogantly refuse to engage in the substance. Uh, I also assume he will get questions about the allegations of obstruction of justice, and I expect Merrick Garland to not be remotely forthcoming. Uh, I I think at some point you will see David Weiss called before Congress to testify. David Weiss has been directly implicated in the obstruction of justice, which is, I believe, why Merrick Garland named him the, quote, special counsel, because Garland and the Biden DOJ knew they could count on Weiss to protect the big guy, and that's their most important objective. Um, We've talked about how Schwerin, who was the the kind of money guy and, and fixer for Biden, is a very likely witness and could be a very damning witness, and I would anticipate uh, seeing him come. Uh, and, and then we may well, I assume Hunter Biden, if he's called to testify, uh, will stonewall at this point the, the, the legal... What does that look like? When you say stonewall, like, what, is, that a, is it a tactic, or are you saying he just won't answer questions? Uh, my assumption is he'll plead the fifth. 
Okay, so he just come in and say, I plead the fifth, and that's the end of it. I, I assume that's the case, given the multiple felonies uh, and, and, and the fact that, that even Dad's White House seems to be running away from him. Um, I, 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 I would be shocked if Hunter Biden said anything else other than on the advice of counsel, I plead the fifth. I will say one other thing, which is this Biden impeachment is demonstrating the utter and complete hypocrisy of congressional Democrats. Let me read what what Chuck Schumer said this week right after the House announced its impeachment. Schumer said, quote, I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better, not go off on these chases, witch hunts. So Schumer is literally using Trump's language about witch hunts and and just repeating word for word what the defense was. Now, look, I think the Biden impeachments of Trump were witch hunts. Ironically, this is not. This is serious evidence that Congress would be derelict if it didn't investigate. Here, by the way, is a quote from, from Democrat Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut. Quote, this is what banana dictatorships do, is arrest political opponents without any evidence. <laughs> now, that's screamingly funny. Yeah. Given that the Democrats have arrested their political opponent like a banana republic. Yeah. But part of the reasons Democrats can be such total hypocrites is they know the corporate media will never call them out on it, that the corporate media will nod and say, yes, yes, banana republic, terrible, 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 no direct evidence. No direct evidence. And if you take nothing else from this podcast today, remember every time they say the words, no direct evidence, they're lying. One other thing about this, and this is where people say, okay, we have this thing. It happens. Let's say it is a big deal. Let's say there are some, some, some you know, minds that the Democrats step on, the White House steps on. We still don't have the votes in the Senate to do anything about it, right? That's what they're going to, that's what people that are cynical and frustrated are going to say about this. So how should we be looking at this impeachment? Is this, should, 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 should people that are listening look at it from a standpoint of, hey, we're getting the truth out there in a very big way about Joe Biden before he's running for reelection, and that can be extremely powerful. And, and, and in other words, judgment day may be election day. Or should we look at it and be frustrated and cynical because like, well, even if we nail this thing in the House, it ain't going to pass the Senate, so he's not going to be impeached and lose his job over this. What mindset, what hat should listeners put on? So a little bit of both. Um, Listen, the cynicism is not misplaced. Senate Democrats and House Democrats do not care what evidence there is of Joe Biden being corrupt, of his soliciting and receiving bribes from foreign oligarchs. They don't care. Partisan politics trumps everything. To use my hypothetical, if the dead guy had scrawled in blood, Ferguson did it with <laughs> Joe Biden. Yeah. And Joe Biden walked out covered in his blood. Democrats would be like, nothing to see here. Remind people what the makeup of the Senate right now. The makeup of the Senate is 51 Democrats, 49 Republicans. All right. We've heard about some people maybe becoming independent. We've heard, you know, wishy-washy things about Joe Manchin, for example. Is there any scenario where the evidence could be so damning on the House side that you could you could flip two different people's people in the Senate. It wouldn't matter if you flip two because you need two thirds. You need 67. There you go. And, and right now we have zero. Right now we have zero Democrats who, to the best of my knowledge, I'm not aware of a single Democrat who's even asked a skeptical question, who has even said, well, you know, if Biden did in fact solicit and receive bribes from foreign nationals, that would be a problem. No Democrat has even said that. And you contrast this to Richard Nixon. Listen, the reason Richard Nixon resigned in disgrace is Republicans turned on him. They turned on him when the evidence got over. And they had the two thirds. And I don't believe Democrats would ever, ever, ever turn on Biden because partisanship matters more than anything. But be that as it may, that does not mean that impeachment is a waste of time because it is the only way to put these facts before the American people. In, in a sane and normal world, the Department of Justice would investigate and prosecute him. We'd get a special counsel uh, who was independent, who was consistent with the DOJ rules, was not an employee of DOJ, and actually would investigate and convene a grand jury and, and potentially prosecute these crimes. The Biden DOJ won't do that. 
because it's the most partisan and political DOJ we've ever seen. But putting these facts before the American people is valuable nonetheless. But to be clear, a critical part of that is what we're doing right now on Verdict, which, which is the million people who listen to Verdict, all of y'all now have the information when you go and you're talking to your brother-in-law, you're talking to your coworker, you're talking to your classmate, and they say, well, you know, there's no direct evidence because that's the talking point they've heard. You now know how to refute that, and that is powerful. That has a multiplier effect, and, and, and it's how I believe ultimately you, you, you force accountability. Last question on this, and that is the politics of, of overplaying your hand. I said on my podcast today, I always worry because I've, you've noticed this in the polls. Biden poll numbers right now are not good. And the media seems to be telling more the truth about how bad the poll numbers are. And, and the majority of Americans now say they do believe that Joe Biden was corrupt in some manner with his son in the business dealings. That's, that's, that's significant. CNN yep. even came out. Uh, PBS on Sunday, they even had one of their commentators who said, I underestimated Joe Biden's involvement with Hunter Biden and the Biden family businesses. Is there a concern that if the Republicans play this too strong and don't take their time to lay out the evidence that this could backfire in the same way, and, and again, I'm asking from a political standpoint, that every time the Democrats in, in, in indict Donald Trump, what happens? Republicans stand behind Donald Trump even more. They, they send him money. They support him. His poll numbers go up. Is there a concern that if Republicans don't nail this the right way, that this actually galvanizes people that maybe are sure. wishy-washy on Biden, and then it actually helps him stand up better than he is right now? Yeah, look, that, that, that is conceivable, and, and there's no doubt that the multiple indictments against Trump have added a lot of points, at least 10 points to his numbers in the primary, because Republicans have understandably gotten pissed off that it's obviously a political persecution. So that counsels that the, Republican, the Republicans in the House need to proceed carefully. They need to be facts-based. They need to be evidence-based. They need to not have it appear political. Now, in today's world, there will be people who naturally assume it's political. But, but that, that is certainly a vulnerability to be aware of. Another vulnerability is at some point the Democrats and or the media might decide that, that Joe Biden is too wounded and jettison him and try to parachute someone else in. I think that remains a very real risk. We're going to talk about that a lot more on the podcast, but not on this one. Please make sure you share this podcast on social media so that this info will get out to the masses. Write us a five-star review. It helps us tremendously when it, to reach a new audience when you guys write a review. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code BEN for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code BEN, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com.